Welcome to a Trouble and Strive podcast. In this short podcast, Joan Scanlon chats with Hanana Siddiqui from South All Black Sisters about their history and about working with other feminists, both socialist and radical. Talking to Hanana Siddiqui from South All Black Sisters. Hanana, can you tell me something about the development of the radical strand within black feminism and in particular the role of South All Black Sisters in that? I think with South of Black Sisters um, in the late uh, 70s, um, although I wasn't there at the time, my understanding of what happened was there was a group of Asian and African Caribbean women who came together um, in the heat of the anti-racist movement at that time. And I think the primary aim of that group initially was more about fighting racism and fascism, which was very active at the time. And, you know, one of the big incidents is around the National Front tried to march through Southall and Blair Peach um, being killed by the police. Um, and I think the reason why they formed as a black women's group uh, was because they felt that not only did they have to address issues around race and racism uh, in common with the rest of the community, but also that they felt that women's issues were being neglected by the community that there were silence issues, that there was a silence by the black community around the needs of women in particular, uh, and particular things like domestic violence and violence against women. Um, and I think that's where the feminism strand then started to, to develop. Although my understanding is that in the early days, the women involved in South of Black Sisters were very much, um, you know, the, their primary aim was to address the racism and it wasn't until the sort of the early 80s that you had the emergence of the feminist strand um now i don't know how far at that point that they necessarily saw themselves as radical feminists um or radical black feminists because um um i think it became clearer later um when they did start working with white radical feminists that there were some differences of opinion there. And, and that would have included black radical feminists as well. And I think the differences in opinion were highlighted in one particular uh, incident where there was a coming together of South Black sisters and some white radical feminists who put together a demonstration against violence against women. And the kind of approach was very different. I think South Black sisters were very much focused on I mean, of course, there was agreement around patriarchy as being the cause of violence against women. But the disagreement was looking at all the different intersections and the issues that impacted on women's lives. And for South of Black Sisters, um, race was an important element and racism was more of an important element. Um, and therefore, they could understand racial oppression as well as oppression of women, whereas radical feminists tended to just concentrate on patriarchal oppression. Um, and I think that kind of created tensions, even though they did work together in one of the first big demonstrations around violence against women in this country, um, there was this kind of tension within it. And I think that maintained, certainly between us, South of Black Sisters and the radical feminists that we work since. And I certainly think that later on in the early 90s, when we joined up with Justice for Women, for example, to um, to address issues around battered women who kill violent men, 
And whilst we work together in helping to free women like Firinja Dalwali and Sarah Thornton and the Humphreys, um, and, and agreed that we need to reform the law on provocation, I think some of the the difference in opinion again would you know come up, um, and I think uh, certainly in the eighties, uh, my understanding the difference was that um, the radical feminists wanted to look at how the state was responsible for violence against women, um, whereas Southall Black Sister was more focused within the family, looking at domestic violence, and felt that the state was such a big issue that it, you know that that somehow patriarchy overtook everything else and you weren't able to address other forms of oppression. Um, and certainly there have been uh, radical uh, black feminists around. Um, but I wouldn't say that we've actually joined up with them in the same way unless it's been part of a movement or an issue that we're trying to address together. I think primarily our issues have been around violence against women and it's where the two come together um, that we've been able to work on as issues because we have a common understanding around patriarchy. But actually, sometimes what we want to emphasize and the issues that we think intersect uh, on the oppression within, such as racism, um, there's been that difference. And, um, and I certainly think that, um, set, that South of Black Sisters felt a greater alliance at times with socialist feminists because socialist feminists were looking at other forms of oppression that existed in society as well around race, uh, around class and so forth. So that there is that kind of, um, uh, that's where they kind of separate off from radical feminists. But then, you know, I think on violence against women, there's no question that there is an agreement that we're trying to address issues around patriarchy. Um, and that's where we've been able to come together to address those issues. Did you not think, Hanana, in working against the grain, both in terms of working with white radical feminists mm. and then also working against the grain within your own mm. communities, that you changed the politics or helped to inform and change the politics of other groups? In other words, do you not feel that some of the work you did with, for example, Justice for mm. Women and some of the work you did with other feminists around mm. a whole range of issues changed, for example, their understanding of the importance of acknowledging the racism of immigration mm. laws. Mm. I, I do think that, of course, we we had an influence and we influenced each other, of course, um, because, you know, we did talk about racism. We did try to address issues. And there was alliance building and that there was um, support on issues around changing immigration laws around domestic violence and addressing things like no recourse to public funds. Um, and of course, you got that support back and you created that change uh, amongst radical feminists as well. Um, and I think that um, is, a, is a sign of change. It's about coming together and saying, well, yes, you know, we have a broader perspective on these issues and that we are able to support each other in our various struggles that we're, we're, we're involved in. Um, how far that is maintained, I think it probably varies from issue to issues, but I think there is certainly a greater understanding. Um, and that is the, the, that I think is the reason why also you are involved in alliance building because you are, do want to 
give support as well as receive support and by building alliances you create a stronger movement and and certainly we got a lot of support at a time when um, we were under attack and have continued to be under attack by uh, either very conservative elements within minority communities um, in a context where there is a growing religious fundamentalism and stronger religious identities, which has also attacked women's rights. Um, and at the same time, you've got the anti-racist movement who, um, you know, very much would be united with us to address issues around racism, but would not tackle uh, gender inequality. And of course, we often got in, you know, accused of washing our dirty linen in public of undermining the anti-racist struggle about raising issues around gender. Um, and, you know, the alliances that we made with the, the radical feminists helped us to tackle with that, tackle those issues. And I think a lot of black women, and particularly a lot of African Caribbean women, tend to be involved in the anti-racist movement a lot more. And whilst they're not part of the leadership, their emphasis has often been around race. You know, they haven't really um, uh, taken on gender inequality as well, and, uh, and except for a few, uh, there's always you know there's always a group of women that um, have adapted more radical feminist approaches rather than the socialist feminist approach. I say that um, Sarah Black Sisters has, um, but I think we, in terms of the kind of support we've had, we've had it um, primarily from the radical feminist. Uh, uh, movement in addressing violence against women um, in a context where I would say that we haven't had a sufficient support from the anti-racist movement or from um, from you know more conservative elements within our communities um, and of course there is the gen you know the left um, but I think even if we looked at what happened um, say in the Roshdi affair uh, the left was very worried about being seen as anti-Muslim and would not come out in support of Salman Rushdie. And it was the women, um, granted it was mainly the socialist feminist women like Women Against Fundamentalism that came together, but we did have a broad support from the women's movement um, in a way that the anti-racist movement actually failed to do that at the time. Thank you very much.